Hello, Pennington AG Church. My name is Joshua Ziefel, and you are listening to the Pennington AG Devotional. Good morning or good evening, whenever it is you might be listening. Over the course of the next few minutes, uh, I'm going to be talking with you a little bit about a particular verse from the Gospel of Matthew. One of the things that I've engaged in over the last number of years of my life is that off and on, I have done what is called blogging. And for those of you who might not be aware, that's uh, where you have an online website and you write basically short entries, Uh, some shorter, some longer, little articles reflecting on things that you're thinking about. Uh, Sometimes I've talked about lighthearted things more so, maybe movies or television shows. Other times, my topics have turned more towards the historical, which is my academic discipline, or I've thought about politics, or also about theology or scripture. And one of the things that I spent some time and actually just recently finished up with was walking through the Gospel of Matthew chapter by chapter. I'd read through the chapter, I'd focus in on a particular verse or moment or image or story that spoke to me in that time, and then I would comment on it in the blog. When I got to Matthew chapter 11, I encountered a verse that caused me to engage in some reflection. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. we hear Jesus saying this there, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to me. Jesus says, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I know it's January now, and we're past the Christmas season, but there is this bleakness to winter that is reflected well, at least in the title of a Christmas song called In the Bleak Midwinter. I think it may have lyrics. I think I'm remembering a little bit how it goes. You can Google it and look it up and find out what that is for yourself. But the idea of a bleak midwinter That season that we experience, especially when it's very, very cold here in the Northeast, uh, is something that sticks with us. Starts maybe in mid-December and runs through when those trees are bare into January and into early February and beyond. Some of you might know that for the last 10 years, I have lived in the Seattle area, in the Pacific Northwest. And while it doesn't get quite as cold there, the kind of bleakness of the weather starts in mid-autumn. When the autumn season begins in the Pacific Northwest, it is like a thick blanket envelops me. It gets gray, it gets rainy, and at least early on, it's cool enough outside to begin to be uncomfortable, but in October and November, not so cold as to actually be frigid. Sometimes that comes a little later. Nevertheless, that period of time from October through sometimes March or April can be a somber and reflective time. And for most people, I would say it's probably not a very high-energy season of the year. At such times of year, especially in the bleak midwinters that I sometimes experience still when I'm here for the holidays in the Northeast, my thoughts turn more readily towards things that are melancholy or a little down. And the weather just seems to require it. Uh, Psychologists and people who study medicine have even identified something called seasonal affective disorder that kind of goes with the season like that. You add to that this year the effects of quarantine, the uh, concerns we have, the news on the television, and there is just a lot to be potentially melancholy about, to be stressed about, to be anxious about. All of that on top of all the work that we're called to do, especially maybe when your kids are home from school learning remotely. You know the story. 
As I ponder all of this, I think we can hear maybe more clearly the words of Jesus in Matthew 11. Understanding that I, that we, can come to him when we're weary gives me comfort. Knowing that those burdens can be laid down is a promise of inestimable value. This brief verse, Matthew eleven twenty eight, is a special one for me in grayer days. It confirms and recalls God's great love for God's people, for you, for me. I'm a big fan of Dietrich Bonhoeffer's The Cost of Discipleship, which is a really fascinating and thought-provoking book. And so if you haven't taken a look at it, I might recommend that you do so. And so one of the things he talks about in that book is that grace is not cheap. Grace is not meant to be received from God and then treated poorly, as if we almost deserve it or it didn't cost Jesus so much. And so I realize that the Christian life is one that does involve sacrifice and potential suffering. So when I talk about the rest that Jesus offers, uh, please understand, I don't do so lightly. I'm not saying the Christian life is all lollipops, unicorns, and soft-pillowed rest. What I'm saying is that in those seasons when life is darker and when times are tougher, I am ever so grateful that he is there. Jesus' promise to give rest to those who come to him is not something I take lightly, especially in those times when there seems nowhere else to turn. He is there. If you're stuck at home, if the bleak midwinter is really weighing you down, if the stresses of just the regular stresses of life and everything else going down is a great burden on your back. I think Jesus understands that. He hears that. And if you're not stuck at home and you're back to commuting to work, maybe in the darkness of the morning, in this winter season when you drive to work in dark and you come home in dark, he's there too. In the process of sorting out the various piles of paper, digital or otherwise, that pile up on my desk, well, he's there too. And when it seems you've just said yes to one thing too many, and now you have to figure out how to honor your word when there are so many, only so many hours in the day. He's there too. You know, in certain seasons of life, it really feels like, as C.S. Lewis once wrote, that it is always winter, but never Christmas. In such times, in such moments, in such seasons, Jesus speaks Matthew eleven twenty eight to us and says, it is still all right. We do not have to do this alone. When our strength is faltering or gone, there is one to whom we can turn. And that's a promise I'll take any day. Friends, just as much as we need other things, and perhaps a lot more than we need those other things, sometimes we need a rest. And I, for one, am thankful there's somewhere we can turn. If you can, where you are right now, close your eyes as I read this passage over you and reflect on the ways in which you need Jesus to be your rest at this time. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
May that be a word of God's promise to you today and a word of comfort to you in a time when you need that rest. May God bless you today and may the peace of Jesus rest on you this week.